What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. This is your Wednesday show, and I kind of switch it up on you guys. So I know we're going to talk about the, 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 the delays and all that type of stuff. We're actually going to talk about that next week. This week, I want to talk about The Flash again. I want to revisit it one more time because now that it's on Max, I watched it again. Um, and I actually want to buy the DVD. Uh, not because the movie's that great, but because I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know how much that stuff is going to happen because of... Uh, I don't know how good it'll be because of that. But um, anyways, so... W- watching it on Max, it's clear as day to me now. The CGI is awful. So, let me clarify. When I said the C- I thought the CGI was decent, I thought the the speed bubble they were in... I still forgot the name of it, what the fuck they're calling it. I thought that was supposed to be on purpose, and I thought that was cool. I, I-, I did, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's, it could, you could tell it could have been worked on a little bit more, but I still like the idea of it. When I say that CGI is bad, when I see the second Barry, um, there's just certain parts of the movie where the second Barry CGI just is not complete at all. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's, and I wasn't even, and it's funny because I wasn't even looking for it. It's, it's really awful. I was not looking for it. And I was sitting there and I was just like. Wait, what? So I rewinded it. I was like, "That's clearly the other the, the the other guy playing him, right?" And I've seen a picture of the other guy. You know, I'm sitting like, "Holy shit, that's some bad CGI." Yeah, I'm telling you right now, it's like my eye for CGI. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but my eye for it is just as bad as my nose for for odors. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I think I told the story before. I'll tell it again. My ex one time had a cyst on her uh, leg. And it was, right, it was right on her thigh. And I used to get those really bad. Because uh, I have a skin disease. And I remember she was in so much pain. Because they're very painful when you get those cysts that essentially assist. Uh, a lot of times it will build up and it might hurt a little bit. But usually, like, once it gets to a certain uh, level of plumpness. I think I just made that up. But once it gets to a level, once it gets to a certain level, it genuinely just makes its own hole and kind of bursts itself, right? But there's some cysts that just keep growing and growing and growing. And it's just so painful. I remember one time, and this is disgusting. I'm sorry, guys, but follow me on this journey. So I remember one time I was working at FedEx. I was working overnight, and I was doing the package handler gig. And so I'm sitting there, and I could barely walk. I'm limping. It's painful to sit down, it's painful to stand up. And if you do got stand up, it just, it's it's awful. And so uh, I remember one time, and, uh, and it's funny because it, it would always pop and you wouldn't feel it, but you I wouldn't feel it, but I could smell it. So one time, I'm sitting there and I couldn't miss work. I, I wasn't gonna pay much my money, so missing work was like not an option. It was just awful, right? So I remember one time, I'm um, working and working and working, don't even realize it, but it's popped. Because now I'm moving normally. So I said, hey, man, you good? You must be good. You're moving normally. I said, damn. I started looking. I said, oh, man, the system must have popped. It's on my leg. He was like, oh, that's awesome, man. You look like you look 10 times better. 
I'm tearing out. It's so it's so um, relieving when you don't have to notice it. If you're popping it, that's just all disgusting. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> but if you have to pop it, it's gonna be painful. But if it just happens, it just happens. You're not gonna feel much pain. Well, anyways, one time my ex, she she's in pain. She comes home and she's like, "You don't smell this, Ryan?" I was like, oh, "No." And she had to get close and she had to get get like up on me. And I was like, "Yo, you stink." I was like, "Oh, it's popped." So, anyways, that uh, that was a really bad way to say I can't tell bad CGI sometimes unless it's obvious. Like in the first Black Panther, that rhino was awful CGI. I don't know why they even did that, right? And I remember being in the movie theater saying, "Oh, wow, that's kind of bad." Right, and so, but I just can't point it out, and so that's why it doesn't bother me as much as other people, because like people have asked me, like, like what? And now you know, you, you keep, you got, you fuckers ask these questions, and then I answer them this way. This is that's a horrible way to answer. It. Sorry, guys, um, but no, like seriously, I just don't. Unless it, it has to be audibly, that's not audibly. It has to be like visibly just so horrendously bad that I can notice. It, it just has to be for me, you know? Because honestly, I'm. Not that I don't know that's not CGI or green screen. It's more of I'm so entrenched in looking at like fight sequences and the characters' faces. Um, that takes a lot. Like I remember what really bothered me about the CW shows was I don't know what happened or how they because the budgets went the budgets went up on the shows, but I don't know what happened. Like I started noticing like on the fourth season of uh, of Arrow, you could actually it was shot so poorly you could see the the stunt doubles. And Stephen Amell would do a lot of his own stunts, but you could clearly see when it wasn't him or when it wasn't someone else. And I remember I said, I was bitching to Jonathan Esther about it. And he was like, I was like, they're better than this. He was like, no, they're not. And I was like, man, you're right, they're not. They're CW. And I was upset at myself for giving them too much credit. <laughs> but no, like, I have to, I just, it just has to be that egregious. That's the word I was looking for. So I, I, I promise you guys, I just cut it, I just cut it on Max, you know, had the day off. And I'm looking, I was like, oh my god, this is awful. I was like, who who allowed this? And I was just, like, thrown off. And I, I was like, oh, this is awful, you know? And so, yes, the CGI is awful. I will, I, and I didn't, and for, for those of you guys, who you guys you have to admit, I did not argue. I just said, I just didn't notice it. And my plan was to always go back and watch it, but I just had, my schedule at the time just didn't allow me for, to go back to the movie theaters to watch it. Um... And so that's why I waited for it to come out on Max. But yeah, the CGI is awful. Yes. You can blatantly see when they did not finish it, which is crazy because this movie's been finished for a year. Say what you want to about the Black Widow movie. It was done for a year, but at least it didn't have bad CGI like that to where I'm noticing it. No. The movie wasn't good, but it wasn't like doing egregious things like that. So I, yeah, you guys were right. Like I, you know, I, I never argued. I just said I just didn't see it. You know, I had to make that perfectly clear. Um, I still maintain, though, Ezra Miller's performance as he's grown from this selfish kid, lonely kid, to being this adult, having to be the, the more of the, the bigger brother to himself. I still maintain that he played his role really, really well. But this movie was never going to succeed. It just was never going to succeed. And th that's why I want to talk about this today, because you have him doing everything he did, and... Supposedly he's getting help. I hope he is. I hope other people who have been victims or supposed victims, air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, 
are getting help and in the therapy they need as well to move on with their lives. I hope everyone's just being healthy and healed. Um, and with me saying that, um, with your star not being able to do press, and essentially, I don't think we've ever seen a media blitz like we've seen for this. If you think about it, because the star couldn't do press, you had people like Tom Cruise and all of Andy Muschietti's friends doing the press for him. And so I don't think we've ever seen that before. And it's one of those situations where when you have them hyping it up, you know, because they obviously want to see their friend succeed, you know, and I and you look, look here, I get it. I understand. But it's one of those situations where there, there was no winning the situation. And to me personally, because I've seen a lot of videos and a lot of people have talked to me about well there's too many blockbusters well that's that's been the problem for years though air quotes problems for years is that there's too many blockbusters but here's the thing the same thing i said about pro wrestling and people saying i'm gonna go out to these events i'm gonna go to do things i want to do i may not have the money to do it but i'm gonna spend them i'm gonna spend my money and do this because i'm tired of just being held captive to not just to paying bills and blah 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 right people have decided to protest these things now when you do some shit and you're not going to be canceled because, you know, they, they can't cancel you or whatever. We just won't, we just won't show up to your, your events. We know you're not going to put on a good show. Why show up to your event? Look at what's happening in the hip-hop world. LL Cool J and the Rock the Bells tour, they're selling out concerts. 50 Cent selling out concerts. And you look at people like the Baby, Little Baby. They can't sell tickets. It's because they've done something. And people are like, nah, I'm not going to pay that much to see you. I'm good. I was listening to your music on Spotify. It's ten bucks a month. It's doing. It's, it's, it's people are protesting with their wallets, you know. And the movie, and also at the same time, it look here. None of these movies were ever going to be successful once they announced that James Gunn was taking over and doing a soft reboot. None of them was ever going to be successful. And here's the thing. Also, here's where DC made their mistake. WB made their mistake with The Rock. And yes, The Rock's if you listen to and believe all the stories, The Rock comes off as a complete 100% selfish bully in every situation. He just does. There's no hiding that. There's no, um, there's no, um, there's no hiding that, and there's no excusing that. I guarantee you, they the WB was just stringing along Dwayne Johnson because they want to stay in the business of Dwayne Johnson. And they were like, let's, let's just keep him on the hook. Maybe he will eventually see and agree with James Gunn's vision. And then they can collaborate on some things together. I've said this before. The Rock is like Jared Leto and other people. He's cert- he is looking for a franchise that he can call his own, that he can last for the next 10 years. And then, like, think about it. The Fast and F- Even though Fast and Furious, I think, made a billion dollars at the box office, I think 10 did make a billion or close to it. Supposedly, I'm doing air quotes again, it was disappointing, but it still got close to a billion. It still made a profit. They asked, they, the, the studio said, well, we only have one more. No, we're going to do two more now. I have not seen Fast and Furious 10. I've heard about it, I, I, everything like that. It's all it, it, they, they say it's all set up for the next one, which is what they told us, right? So it's one of those situations where, for me, they just kept lying to The Rock. And The Rock thought he had some type of power that he just didn't have. They were always going to give it to James Gunn. 
Blue Beetle, I have not seen it. I won't probably see it, if I'm being honest. Blue Beetle, for those of you guys who are saying it bombed, it was meant to bomb. You know why? It was never supposed to be a theater movie. A lot of people are forgetting this. When Blue Beetle was announced, Blue Beetle was announced to be alongside a Batga. It was They were said to be two HBO Max specials. People just think it was Batgirl. No, it was Batgirl and Blue Beetle. And they liked everything they saw from Blue Beetle. So then they said, oh, let's just put this in the theaters. That was a WB decision. You know, and everyone that's seen it loves the movie. They love the Hispanic heritage and all this other They love everything about it. I haven't heard one bad thing about it. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a bad movie. It's just one of those things where it was set up to to fail because it's not superhero fatigue. It's what's the fucking purpose? And despite what people say, I know I had Nico on here a long time ago, and he said that not everything has to be connected. That's true. Not everything has to be connected, but everything is connected. If you think about it, everything is. Why do you think they have to keep rebooting these these damn uh, 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 comic book companies every fucking five, six years? Because they make things so fucking complicated. So it's easier just to make things some... It's easy to streamline certain stories. And if you want to get beyond the comic book fans, you have to keep things connected. It has to make sense. No one knows who Blue Beetle is. Let's just be honest. Yes, I'm a lifer. Jonathan Esther is a lifer. People that are lifers know who the fuck Blue Beetle is. But even the Easter eggs that I've seen uh, that, that they say that, hell, oh, this is a shout out to the first Blue Beetle. No one knows that that person was a Blue Beetle. It's just what it is. Let's be real. But yes, people for, keep forgetting this. They're knocking the Blue Beetle movie, but it wasn't supposed to be a movie meant for theaters. It was simply supposed to be on Max. And it would have been better going on Max. Because Lord knows they don't tell the numbers of these fucking streaming services. So that way they have the right to announce shit when they want to or just uh, fucking um, cancel shit when they want to. Like they're in, they're no, These streaming services are no better than networks. Let's just be real now. Let's just say this. When Fox and ABC, these people uh, cancel shows, man, I'm never watching that again, and blah, blah, blah. Streaming services do the goddamn same thing. Same exact. You, I think the next season is the final season, right? That is so rare to get to that point where it's like, this is the final season on Netflix. It's rare because Netflix don't give a fuck. They have your money. So it just, even if you cancel, cool, good for you. You're canceling, you're still going to watch something on Netflix. Let's be real. Even if you're using someone else's, you're still supporting Netflix. So, look, it's not superhero fatigue. It's the fact that these movies are not connected. They mean nothing. That's the problem. They absolutely mean nothing. Aquaman has done four reshoots, and it's still probably going to be a shitty film. And I feel sorry for Jason Momoa. You know why? He had the only film outside of Wonder Woman to crack a billion dollars. And he cracked a billion dollars naturally. Because the first Aquaman movie, I've tried watching that movie. It has no replay value whatsoever. So it just is what it is. There's no connectivity. You don't... He's James Gunn has said, the reboot really doesn't start till Superman Legacy. We're not going to get Superman Legacy until 2026, probably. Because this writer's strike is probably not going to end until 2025. Which means filming and everything is not going to begin until the end of 2020. Uh, Excuse me. We're probably not gonna get to the end of 2025, 2026, because we're in. We're already at the end of 2023, and the strike is still going. And WB just announced they're gonna lose 500 million dollars. That's the last thing that company needs to do is lose more mother bleeping money. So we're not even gonna. So so this whole soft reboot we're getting, 
We're not even going to see the fruits of it until... Now, new cat, new uh, Superman and uh, Lois Lane are already cast. I know nothing about those people. Because um, I didn't watch any of the stuff that they were on. But, um... Good for them. But they, they already have him recast. I'm sh- the script is probably not even written. Well, James Gunn could probably write... Technically, he could... Since he writes his own stuff and he's directing, he could probably stay at home and be writing it right now. So, he could probably get away with that. Um... But who knows when this right track is going to end? I'm, I'm being nice by saying it's going to end at the beginning of next year, but who knows? I work in television. Trust me. Production people do not get paid. It's not. It's, it's a real thing. I'm going to leave it at that, but it's a real fucking thing. So who knows? But that's why. Let's just be real. Everyone loves James Gunn, and James Gunn has such good will because of what he did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And let me say this. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is a fucking masterpiece. I will be watching that again now that it's on Disney. With that being said, at the end of the day, none of these movies were ever going to work. Black Adam is not a bad movie. Is it a dated movie? It's absolutely a dated movie. Absolutely. It's the Rock's vision. Rock should have... I see Rock is, is going to be a terrible thing to say, but I must say it. I see Rock with this film like I see Vince Russo. So dedicated to his vision that he didn't listen to anybody else. And you get and that's what you get is that product. It's a dated project, but it's not a bad film. The Flash is not a bad film. It's just why should you care? You already have this dude who is being accused and has admitted or has been seen on video doing heinous acts to other human beings. And then you want me to pay my money. I can understand why you wouldn't. I get it. Michael Keaton still did his thing. I don't quite understand the multiverse features. Uh, as I as I said there, I still don't think it was right for Grant Gustin to not be in this film. Grant Gustin, no matter what, will be this generation's quintessential The Flash. He just is. He did nine seasons, over 200 episodes. He is the fucking Flash. Ezra Miller played The Flash four times. I think it was in Batman v Superman Justice League. You saw the Justice League film with Josh Whedon. The Snyder Cut, this film. That's it. It's just been four times. Oh, and he was in Christ on Infinite Earth. So five times. That five times compared to over 200 episodes and, and, and endless hours of content. They still should have put Grant Gustin in this film. I think they were, I can't remember the original Superman's name, but I believe he got typecasted so bad in that role, he ended up getting like banished from Hollywood and he hated that role. So why would you put him in it? It was cool to see Nicolas Cage in it. I'm glad that he actually got to have a, a air quotes moment. But it would have been better just putting people in it that actually, you know, wanted to be in it or just made more sense for them to be in it. If you're going to have that montage. But that's just me. So, I don't know. Tell me what you guys' thoughts are on this. Um, that is your Wednesday show. Um, next week, we're actually going to talk about, I'm actually going to record that show right after I record this one. <laughs> but I'm, I, I, it'll be uploaded and ready to go. Um, and we're we're talk about the pushbacks and my thoughts on the on the seas on the shows and what I'm still looking forward to and what I'm not looking forward to and and why. So this is your Wednesday show. You guys have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. I'm Mr. Chemical, and we are.